Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. Earth, fire, water, I wind. Know. I was like, heart, heart. Nerd on. Hey everyone, welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need but deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, you are. With today's show, you can let it go, go into the unknown, but most of the time, you just have to do the next right thing. Aww. So sweet. We love warm hugs and we get plenty of them with Frozen 2. Ooh. Wow, you just made that more. Frozen 2. We're doing it <laughs> in a world. I thought you had your own thing. I didn't know you were going to go off my script there. Bro. Well, you Aww. know, I told you if I have them ahead of time, we can make it work. Good thing I wrote them this morning. Great. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that is going to be our topic for today. Welcome. Uh, Let's introduce yeah. the hosts. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving for Happy those Thanksgiving, of you y'all. Uh, in the States. Eat That's some right. turkey. Uh, or before we jump turkey. into it. Yeah. Enjoy your Verky. Verky or your <laughs> turduckins or whatever you got going on. No Verky. Uh, but before we jump into that, my name is Ollie, one of your hosts. I am Tom. I'm Caitlin. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun stuff. For as little as 5 to $8 to $1, you can get fun stuff like early access to episodes, uh, bonus episodes that are not seen or heard by anybody, Ever. which is fun. Discounts on merch. Yeah, except for you guys. Details. Details. But uh, yeah, check it out. So Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. It helps us be the best that we can be. Yes. That's not just cliche. It just really is. I'm we get to it. grow because that, of our patrons. Well, it's, it's like, true. I, I feel like I learned a lot. Da, da, da. <laughs> Where's the triangle? The more you know. Where's the xylophone? Tom, boom, boom. I have a very important question for you. Oh, oh. what okay. is it? Um, the holidays are coming up. Yeah. I'm kind of bored during okay. the holidays usually. Uh-huh. But I heard this, this some, you know, there's Star Wars coming out. Yeah. And I might want to read some of these Star Wars comics. Oh, there's some great ones. Yeah? Yeah. But where could I get some of these Star Wars comics? Oh, man. Like, my favorite uh, place is Comixology, the internet's number one source for comic books. <laughs> <Da-da-da>. <laughs> it's worth it for the triangle. And you can check that out on uh, nerdon.io backslash Comixology, an affiliate but, that helps us be the best that we but can Tom, be. But Tom, I, I'm having a hard time affording some of these comics. Oh, man. If you use promo code nerdon5, you on an get order of fifteen dollars or more, <laughs> you can get five dollars off your purchase and read comic books like Darth Vader, Lando, Han Solo. That also uh, supplements your reading from shows like Ner- Mandalorian from Comicsology, the internet's number one source for comic books. <laughs> let me just run it down though. If you do use our uh, nerdon.io backslash Comicsology, a portion of each sale does go to keeping the lights on here. Oh, Nerdon five goes on till uh, December thirty first. Yep. Yes. So please use that as soon as you can. Yep, I yep. gave Josh the leeway to do all of this, but Ollie just took it from him, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know why. Ollie, that was a good segue though. I don't know. You just usually do it, so I try to. Someday these will become natural. I love, I love that I heard Josh go. Is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> Fun. So oh, anyway, steal for the win. Da, da, da. Where does that bring us, Tom? Uh, so that brings us for everyone that's listening to this for the first time. At the end of these kind of episodes, as Josh likes to call them, topical, we will rate them at the very end, one out of five, and whoever is the lowest will be something that we're going to announce now in a segment called <laughs> Guess, Guess That, that Grump. Grump. Da, 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 da. <laughs> 
to the end. Oh. Oh. I'm not joining this one. No. Da, da, da. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, uh, Guess That Grump is a segment of our show where we're going to... <laughs> no! My power! Okay, so... Uh, How? Where all of us hosts here that like to try to get through a segment uh, are going to guess who's going to have the lowest rating. Uh, doesn't matter how high it is. If it's the lowest one in the group, you're the grump for the week. So if we're all fives and someone's a 4.9, they're the mm-hmm. grump. They're the grump. Um, and since I always explain and never uh, improvise that, mm. I'm going to let Corey pick first. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was gonna Good ask. toss. Good toss. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> Tom. Uh, that's a smart choice. I'm smart choice, sir. Gonna say Corey. Smart, smart choice, ma'am. Okay. Everything's a smart choice. We've Josh? all known each other for more than I'm two years. I'm gonna say Corey. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna say you Caitlin. Don't, you don't know. What? Me. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to yeah, pick, pick Corey. Yeah. I know you are. Wow. I wonder who. So the now you, who just, you picked be. me, right? Yes, I did. Okay. That's <laughs> so now I turn to our Patreon. Uh, the Nerdon Nation also gets to vote. So if you become a part of the Nerdon Nation, you will participate in this as well. Uh, and the leading grump for the Nerdon Nation with a whopping three votes to everyone else's one and my two ah. is Tom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Nerdon Nation. Fitting Stick now. around for the end of the episode to see who was right. Uh, yeah. I'm Please submit your numbers of what you thought. We'll give some shout outs at the end of the episode to any of the Nerd on Nation members who get who it right. Won. And write down your number for what you thought of Frozen 2 yeah. right now. So that means Josh and Ali will be going first, by the way, yes. at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so with that out of the way, we're going to go through the complete spoiler of that segment with our initial reactions and our first impressions. Uh, who would like to start us out? Who would like Ollie. to get it frozen? Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let it go. Uh, so I am. She hated. <laughs> In case you're not aware, um, I uh, am a huge, uh, first of all, I'm a huge Disney fan, but I'm also actually a really big fan of Frozen. One. What? What a strong female leading character. Yeah. Maybe oh, two of them. Ali likes uh, that? <laughs> two of them at yeah, once? I mean, that, uh, it's got a genuinely good story, I think. Good um, message. Good message. Yeah. Great characters, great animation, great songs, obviously, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, I'm just going to say this now because I have the platform too. Ariel's Grotto in Disneyland, or in California Adventure, rather. That needs to be replaced by a frozen ride. You know, it needs to needs to make it happen. Make it happen. But Disney, it will be, we know you're listening. But, but will it be as romantic? Make it romantic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, so Frozen Two, uh, going in with some pretty high expectations. You know, it's, it doesn't. You know, from the marketing push, at least, it didn't seem like it was going to be a cash grab. It felt like a like you know, obviously, like it succeeds. So yes. that's just good business. There's there's a difference between good business and cash grab. Yeah, um, yeah or the fine line. Anyways. Uh, but this one felt, at least it felt that it was going to be like a genuine, like expansion of the world and of, of like what's going on in this world and the characters, um, and the cast is returning. So I was, I was super pumped for this and I was not let down. I had a really great time with it. Um, enjoyed most of the music, uh, and thought a, a few of the tracks were superior to some of the tracks in, in the first Frozen. I agree with that. Um, the thing that, the thing that blew me away most was that I was actually, not expecting to be blown away by it just because like I feel like it's always a high standard anyways, which is the just the quality of the animation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like yeah. Like yeah, CG looks pretty, yeah, grass is nice. But I'm talking like <laughs> facial animations. Yeah. And like not just facial animations, but like movements and like them not for like the first time. It doesn't feel like, you know, the the famous CG wobble that you see in so much like bad CG mm-hmm. doesn't happen in, in this at all. It's like very sharp, 
It's like how a human would move. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, I think they're getting like really close to nailing that. I've seen a animation. lot of wobbly humans though. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to make from that comment. But You're, yeah, They're accepted I, here too. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, a couple of the tracks, you know, you know, got me a little welled up, you know? Yeah, me too. Uh, and yeah, I just had a great time with it. Cool. It's good stuff. Next. Tom? Me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know what's funny? I... Uh, Watching this made me realize how much I love Frozen 1. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Um, That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's something. So I, I walked into this not really having any expectations uh, because with Disney and Pixar, you can't tell if it's a cash grab or not for me. Uh, because why would Toy Story 4 exist? I don't know. Uh, so, I would argue that's uh, a cash, cash grab. Uh, with this, it's kind of like, cool, you made a billion-dollar movie that became a, a phenomenon. And... Mm -hmm. uh, for good reason. Uh, cool. It's like should be a classic. So it's like, what else can we do with the Frozen? Maybe Frozen Er, more freezed on. So then you oh went and saw God. the movie. So I saw the movie <laughs> and I watched it, and I I completely uh, had a had a good experience. I watched it. It was fun. Um, I thought music was great, and I thought to me, again with Disney and Disney animation and Pixar, it's like animation will definitely improve. So I was like, well, it looks nice. So, uh, story-wise, I definitely f understood where it was coming from, and I thought, like, okay, makes sense, because I, I typically like the trend with these newer CGI Disney animated films, um, where they're not propagating how women need to break away from their fathers to just get married, um, mm -hmm. and these are a different trend of it. And so I thought Brave and Frozen were like the first pioneers of it. And mm -hmm. I think what they're doing is a positive in the sense of what I love it, damage yeah. they've done to like children <laughs> at a young age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I walked you away. Blame that was fun. Blame the Grimm brothers. Probably. <laughs> All, Disney. Also, Disney yeah. didn't, Disney didn't mm. need to have to adapt it. Yeah. Fair. Josh? Um, so I, I have to, I'm, okay, <laughs> uh -oh. so I have you a hashtag unpopular opinion i did not fall in love with frozen it's once um that's i that's okay i, I didn't <laughs> um i just i didn't get into it i sure. i saw it after it had left theaters and all that kind of stuff and then it's okay let it go it's kind of um it kind of got tainted for me because i actually uh fun fact i worked on the frozen one karaoke hell yeah um, oh nice and so when you're listening to songs over <laughs> and over and over and Ruined over again. Oh, no. So much like the parents of the children who saw Frozen. Yeah. Um, not that I don't see its merits. Um, so going into this, I did have a little bit of like a, okay, I got to go see Frozen 2. Okay. Well, he was probably also like, oh, what song am I going to do karaoke for now? No, I <laughs> don't worry that studio anymore. But um I really, 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 really enjoyed this movie. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it more than the first one. Um, we've said this a, f a few times when we do these these shows that are like of a current movie. It's like I wish I had time to go see it several more times to kind of really analyze everything that like Definitely. of what I do like about it. But I had a great time watching it. It did not feel like it was an hour and 45 minutes to me. Um, I feel like it actually could have gone longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I do agree with that, actually. So I just, I really had a great time. I felt, I really love that they were dealing with more mature themes. Um, 
but we'll get into other stuff later. But I, I liked that they were dealing with uh, more mature themes. I really loved the music of this one. Um, yeah, I had a great time. I walked away going, wow, I did not expect that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So much like yeah. Paddington too. Yeah. Much like you're yeah. very surprised by <laughs> yeah. how much you liked it. All right. Yeah. Kaylin, let's uh, hear it. So I really liked the first Frozen, of course. And so I had extremely high expectations for Frozen 2 because I'm like, how do you how do you follow up to something that like the entire world now yeah. knows and loves? Such a phenomenon. So much. Um, so going into it, I was like, I have the bar high but also low because it's a sequel. Yeah. And Sure. I was not let down. I was like, oh, this is good. But I wasn't like, this is amazing. So it has 100% met my standards of what I was expecting. It was beautiful. The songs were great. That puts her in the four range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Maybe even the Probably five range. Notes. Who knows? No, there's nothing higher than that. Uh, I know. Um, but I will say... The first movie was more exciting for me. Like, the first movie felt like puberty. Like, you're just figuring out how everything works, and it's all exciting, and you're like, oh, my God, how do we contain all of this stuff? It was puberty. Right. And (laughs) then this movie, as Josh said, was more maturity. Like, coming into, like, So you're saying you're Olaf. Yeah, Yeah. I'm fucking Olaf, guys. If we didn't know this by now, I'm Olaf. So you died twice. Don't talk about it out loud. Um, (laughs) I'm not feeling good. But yeah, no, it it just the stakes didn't feel as high for me. And there were a couple things that after I thought about it, I was like, oh my God, what the hell God? Really? Yes. <laughs> Which I'll talk about that later. So stay tuned. Corey? Uh oh, do you, Corey? I agree. I think this <laughs> animation was gorgeous. I think their use of color was really phenomenal mm-hmm. as well. Um Big like time. you see in the trailers, like the purple fire and yeah. you know, against the autumn leaves. Shout out to Salamander. Oh, Charmander. Yeah, Charmander. Yeah. Shout out. Oh, Charmander. Um, however, I feel like the story was pretty flat and boring. Um, no stakes. I left the theater disappointed because I, hashtag popular opinion, also loved Frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my wife and I saw it on a whim and we're like, what the fuck did we just watch? That was great. Um, so I, I, I had some higher expectations as well. And it didn't meet a single one. Oh. Um, so for me, like it was nice to see the characters again. And I, I agree with Ali that I think um, some of these songs in this blew other songs out of the water from Frozen 1. Like, so that was an expectation. Um, some. <laughs> some. Keyword is some. It's, it's the thing that I was thinking about when I was done watching the movie is that when you have something like Frozen... That became, it, I mean, it really it did. Was it was a became, phenomenon. It became a staple. Pearl yeah, Jam like did of, a cover. Yeah. yeah. All, of, all of the songs, most of them were like hits. Yeah. That yeah. people some, were singing. And some like, people made their careers key, just doing their covers. Fixer Upper that. is one of my favorite songs from Frozen 1. Yeah. And I had watched mm-hmm. Frozen 1 uh, that same day I went and saw it too. Okay. Um, so everything was pretty fresh. Uh, and it just, you know, uh, we'll go into it more, but I, I, I left underwhelmed. Hmm. To say okay. the least. So, everyone, that gives you a, an idea of what uh, our Gump rating is. So, <laughs> we'll get into the uh, businessy part of the show, which is our uh, brief synopsis and uh, production, meat and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll do our favorite parts and all that other stuff afterwards. So, uh, brief synopsis. Uh, Corey and I will uh, double team this bad boy on an Elsa style. Um, <laughs> and or so I'm going to push you away on an ice canoe. There we go. Why do you have to be Elsa? I don't know. <laughs> he just said something. Too late. He called it. Come on. Uh, so uh, we start out uh, what looks like to be uh, typically after the f- after the fact of the first one. 
Yes. Well, it was like five mm-hmm. months, maybe. Very much so, yeah. Um, and it's like now autumn. Uh, so leaves are changing and people are getting ready for what looks like to be Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, a great uh, meal in the middle of the city. But mm-hmm. Elsa is feeling a little complacent, not still uh, being sold on the idea that she should be queen of Arendelle. Something is inside her is bubbling. And uh, we also get a, a song number showing how all Olaf is uh, dealing with his permafrost. So mm-hmm. he's loving the warm weather. And uh, Kristoff is planning to propose to Anna. Yeah, we get an exposition song about yes. where everyone's at. Um, but before that, actually, we get this uh, exposition, a story song yeah. from Mama and Papa, uh, Frozen People. Yeah. And about uh, the river. They, they talk about uh, these uh, people who had an ability to interact with nature. They weren't magic like Elsa were, um, but they were able to um, take advantage of earth, fire, water, and wind. Work it, with nature. Yeah, and then the Fire Nation attack. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes. But uh, so that sets the the storyline well, for Arendelle. So it was uh, the air. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, so that sets the stage for what the plot is for Frozen Two. Uh, after uh, Elsa hears this uh, melodic siren like song, uh, vocaling in the background, uh, she is kind of haunted by it and then decides to try to follow it. But before she gets to uh, the entire city of Arendelle. She awakens the spirits. She awakens the spirits awakens by them. using new frozen powers because mm-hmm. uh, her powers are growing. Uh, cue Into the Unknown, which is a great song. Yep. Um, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. also makes uh, like this entire, like all the cl- calamities happen in one city. So like all the lights go out, wind blowing everywhere, the earthquakes. Earth. Yeah. Um, and everyone. Shoving people out. Yeah, everyone evacuates. And then uh, little Pobby, rock boy, uh, from the first one comes out and it's like, oh, your powers uh, were too much in the first one. Now they may not be enough, just like from the trailer. Let me see what mm-hmm. I can see. And uh, he says, like, you need to go back to the the, na- the nature people, and they're great. And Enchanted they're Forest. The Enchanted Forest. And then, so we get the old team back together, and they go towards- Christoph, Sven, Anna, and Olaf, Olaf, and Elsa. And they go towards this barrier, uh, and they keep bouncing back and forth between it. But then it's with Elsa's power. She's able to open it up, go through the Enchanted Forest. And then they're trapped. And then they're trapped. Uh, Olaf gets attacked, but then they realize that the elements are alive and you know thriving. And before, um, and right after Elsa quells the wind spirit that they named Gale, um, they are met with one of the commanders from— Well, first they find out that their mom was part of the— uh, this is right after, oh, right after Gail. We find out that their dad was saved by a lady who, within a minute and a half, they also figure out, was like, oh, that was, that was mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was one of the uh, the nature folk. Yeah. Um, the northerners. The northerners. And uh, with that, they're like, you have to go to this mystical uh, dark water. So go past there and then find where the memory is. And we get this thematic thing from Olaf saying that water has memory. So that kind of bit uh, plays a lot into it. Um and then she later on quells the fire uh, element, which is a little the charmander. Salamander alive. It's a charmander. Whatever. It's so cute. And then shiny charmander. Um, they yeah. uh, can't do anything about these giant rock ogre monster thingies who are the Earth uh, avatars. And uh, going, spending a night uh, with uh, the the villagers of the Atohalian people. Mm-hmm. That's the name. Atohalan. Atohalan people. You could have helped. No. <laughs> the Atohalan why, why, people. Why would I do that? It's fun to watch you struggle. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> We'll see what happens with the uh, production. production. Oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, she's, they spend a night with them, and they all kind of go on their own journeys. Kristoff tries to figure out how to propose. He has this rockin' 80s love ballad. Um, oh, no, because no, first they abandon him. They abandon him, whatever. Uh, that, then he's <laughs> pointless for this movie, so I just yes. want to get that out of the way. Uh, and then Anna um, gets co- uh, connects with uh, the elders there, also um, one of the soldiers that uh, served her grandfather. Played by Carol, father, Ster, yeah. uh, Sterling K. Brown. It was uh, his. It was, she was. He was also her father's protector. Like mm-hmm. he was the one who was in charge of protecting the son. 
Yeah. The prince. Um, and uh, then Elsa realizes that she has to try to go by herself. And then Anna, who's been like super protective ever since the first film, is like, I don't want to let you go alone. Uh, they get to a, a cliff side where their parents' ha- ship. ship is found. and So not Tarzan's parents. Yeah. They, and oh, that's so much. I mad. was so sad about it. I was like, no, don't show the ship. Uh, and so Water has memory. She goes to the ship and then sees mm-hmm. uh, the last moment be- before her parents perished. Um, I said that in a nice way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Elsa says, I had to do this alone. And she sho- shoves uh, Olaf and Anna onto an ice boat and then sending them away into a cave. And she uh, gets the trailer scene where she tries to travel through the, the ocean, o- great ocean. And then she gets a little water horsey. The a, dark sea. Yeah. The called? dark sea. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets an Alolan po- ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to, uh, <laughs> uh, she follows the voice of Iduna, the uh, the siren song that she's get to. And it's a glacier island. The river is frozen. Um, because, and then she's like, oh, I found my place where it is. And then through there, she uh, like sees this entire reworking history via ice and snow of what actually happened. And though Alfred Molina, uh, who played the dad, said it in such a valiant way of like what happened and out of nowhere. Well, he fight. didn't know. Yeah, he said out of nowhere we were doing great and then it was a valiant. They attacked us. And then, well, they said they were just fighting. Yeah. People just fought, a fight broke out. But we find out that the Arendellian people actually built a dam to quote unquote strengthen the river, but instead it actually weakened the river. Um, it was actually the a trick to yeah. ruin the forest. And, uh, they the Arendelle people are the ones that started the war, yeah, and then because they feared, them. and then nature closed everyone off away from the enchanted forest. Yep. Um, but before she can go back to the gang and tell them what happened, she gets frozen because she <laughs> she jumped in too deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so trying to keep up above my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she sends like a little flare of ice to um, Anna, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is what happened!" So I got to go do this. But since Anna is incapacitated, Olaf's magic goes away. And then he, uh, Peter Parker's. Yeah, Elsa. Yeah. yeah, and then he, Peter Parker's away. He gets dusted. And then Tony Stark is like, oh, don't worry, I'll be in your origin movie. Then Anna's and like, then, the dam, I gotta break the dam. Yeah. And so she tricks the, the uh, giant, Earth, giant. Earth, giants Earth Giants to break the dam. Uh, Christoph and Sven return for Whatever. a second. Uh, and the guards Oz- try to stop her and then they're like oh you're chill and so then they b- start banging on their shields <laughs> like you come get us dingus and then once the and dam then, is broken yeah. Anna awakens and rides back real fucking fast yeah. so fast um, and saves Arendelle from actual change well um, the, remember the elements got everyone out of the town because breaking the dam would flood it so but, technically the elements did protect the people which mm-hmm. was cool but mm-hmm. she protected the town. establishment Right. And yep. uh, then they go back and they're like, hey, everything's fine. We're all alive. And then they're like, do you want to see magic? And now it's like uh, Elsa the White comes out and she's all in a new class gear and everything like that. And yeah. And then of- she looks around and she's like, do you want to be a queen now? Yeah. Uh, and then so, <laughs> so they're all queens. Then there's a weird uh, BDSM joke in there. Olaf comes back because uh, water has memory. Right. Yeah. As we heard. Um. So we later, times. it's established that Elsa and Anna are the bridges between um, nature Bridges have and, two sides. And Arendelle, or the, the whatever folk. They have three, I'm just saying. Um, and uh, Elsa is actually the fifth spirit, the fifth element. She's Lulu Dallas. She's the avatar. Um, she's multi-pass. Dallas, she's multi-pass. multi-pass. And so uh, we end off our journey with Anna sending a letter and getting proposed to by Kristoff and sending a letter to Elsa to be like, hey, let's go play charades one more time. And Friday night. Then Elsa goes Not back one home. more time, just well, 8 p.m. Just says tonight. 8 p.m. Friday tonight. One more time because, you know, we'll make Before it we all kill ourselves. We'll what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll make a third movie. It's got really dark. So There's still dark. a family. 
then goes towards her glacial fortress of solitude. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, that's then, not what she toward, does. Toward and then Panic at the Disco kicks in and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is really good. That covers and legit. And uh, we get ants playing on drums at the... Uh, no, no, it's not the same. We talked about this. It's Olaf explaining what happened in the in the entirety of the film because he explains to the uh, marshmallows Other. and snowglies of how they are alive. Snowgly? That's what they're called in the... I thought you were mixing snow and really Mowgli. Snowglas. Snowgly. No, Snowgly. <laughs> That's really cute. Um, yeah, credits. Anywho. Yeah, so that's like, that's and it. Credits. That was like 10 seconds. Yeah, it was. And now yeah. uh, production peeps. Let's do the production. So this was distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. What? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. That's crazy. <laughs> go ahead, continue. Good for them. Wait, wait, they made a billion dollar movie? The directors movie? are uh, Chris Buck, who did Tarzan, Surf's Up, and Frozen, and Jennifer Lee, also from Frozen. Uh, producer was uh, Peter Del Vecho. From Princess and the Frog, Winnie the Pooh, and Frozen. Nice. And then the writers are Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. Uh, Chris Buck from Pocahontas, Surf's Up, Frozen. Jennifer Lee from Wreck-It Ralph, Zootopia, A Wrinkle in Time. And then the cast. I'm sure y'all know at least a couple of these names by this point. Azim. <laughs> Adina Maz- Oh, uh, you're making me mess it up. Way to go, no! way to go, Trump. <laughs> Idina Menzel from Rent, Enchanted, and Glee. Kristen Bell from Veronica Mars. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Reefer Madness. Yes. Jonathan Groff, uh, who I love, from Mindhunters Looking and Taking Woodstock. Josh Gad from Pixels, Beauty and the Beast, 21. Jason Ritter from Gravity Falls, Freddy vs. Jason, Raise Your Voice. And Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld, 13 and Across the Universe. I want to give two shout-outs. I want to give a out. shout out to Jonathan Graff for being in Hamilton, which I didn't know for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then uh, shout out to uh, Josh Gad for Book of Mormon. Uh, shout out to Sterling K. Brown for being a sexy yes. man. Yes, that was great. Uh, the release date was November 22nd, 2019. Runtime is 103 minutes. The budget was $33 million, and it grossed, as of right this very second, $350.2 million. Uh, the so it's a bomb. Is, yeah, it's doing pretty it. bad. Thirty-three That's, million to make so it. So if you look online, there's no like actual budget. You have to like Google it, and it's like thirty-three million is the reported budget. Reported. That's mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, That's from the a marketing standpoint. Rotten Tomato they, score is seventy-five for critics and ninety-four for audience. When you look up uh, budget, they never include marketing. Oh, okay. Ever. I'm actually oh, yeah, no, really no. surprised with the audience score because I have heard very few people liking it. Really? Well, that's, there's a I mean, lot of. The, I think that. Are the, you talking about just the people in this room? I mean, this room, but also just on social media and whatnot. So, I mean, even if you just go look at reviews on IMDb, I mean, it is... Hmm. All over the place. People are trashing it. Oh. So it's... that The thing about this movie that I... I, It is a sequel. Can can I add to that a little bit? Yeah. When you guys were talking about, like, you guys were like... Some people were, like, very highly... Had a lot of high expectations or high anticipating it. I think that's also the trouble that happens when you come into a franchise. The moment it's a sequel... It's a franchise. Yeah. yeah. And so that happens yeah. with a lot of expectations. And also... Mine mostly of, came from the trailer, though. Yeah, and I think that's what happens as well, like, when people start wanting to put expectations on characters after they've been established. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because a lot of characters end up becoming flagships for, I think, people that may be outside the character's bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and represent things. So, like, mm-hmm. I think it's tough, especially since... Again, it's up to the creators, but also up to the producers, which is also up to the execs, and it's up to the studio. Yeah. Of There's a lot of cooks want. in the kitchen. Yeah. So, um, uh, but it's, it's, it, I've always, when it comes to sequels, it's, it just is the nature of the beast. It can't help but be either compared or. I, well, I look for, you know why? Because it has to use the first to be. No, made. I, I understand. It's impossible that, right. to not. 
compare it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for me, when it comes to sequels, I grew up in like, you know, the 90s, right? So like every sequel is terrible. And yeah. so for me, when I look into a movie and it's a sequel, I'm like, oh, fuck, at least it's, hopefully it's not bad. Yeah. Like that's mm. my highest expectation. Yeah. I never even look for it to be even close as good as the first. Because there's no reason to make the second one if the first wasn't good. Yeah. So when I compare it, I don't compare it to is it as good as the first. Mm-hmm. I compare it to the first was better. Sure. But I'm not hoping that... I, I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be... The, the in fact, I, lo- I usually rate things lower if they try to the map out the first film. Yeah. Hangover yeah. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Hangover mm-hmm. 2. I, don't even, I didn't even see 3. Uh, uh, like... Uh, so no, I mean just to your point, I, yeah. I agree with you, but there's also that fine line you have to walk where it's just like, yes, you you have to include that in there. Otherwise, this whole movie doesn't make sense. Because it gave yeah. us the characters. Yeah. Right. I like the uh Kevin Smith joke. It's like I had the chance to do Beetlejuice 2 goes Hawaii. Didn't we say all we needed to say with Beetlejuice 1? Yes. <laughs> and it's like that's how to me, and like Vin Diesel has said that about like Fast and Furious, but like look how you know quickly he had to go back on that. Whereas like if you do a sequel, it's no longer a classic. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that's what happens, where it's like, you, uh, sometimes it's like, why? And then sometimes it's like, it makes sense for the characters. Yeah. Or does it make sense for the people who want to make a story? So, yeah. Um, that, I feel like there was mm-hmm. definitely more story to tell with this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's based, it, it's, I think this one, they credited that it was based off of another story. Right. And so, like, that's just the Disney model, where they take fairy tales and they just, like, base off something else and they just put other characters fairy on Fairy tales? Fairy tales. I mean, mm. <laughs> chef's choice, baby. <laughs> uh, so where does that lead us? Leads us to our favorite, favorite parts. parts. Uh, into the unknown. What? <laughs> I don't one. know. What? You just look like you were like, I hated it all. Uh, no, no, no. I have favorite parts. <laughs> into the unknown. The credit yeah. is a wonderful yeah. song. Um, yeah. that I, is a killer song. Like yeah. that. That was a yeah. real good. Uh, one. Shout out to Aurora, twenty-three-year-old yeah. singer who sang that. Who's the voice? Yeah. I had no idea who that was before uh, this movie. She's wow. a Norwegian singer, which right. is this takes place in Norway, uh-huh. so it's it's also regional. Uh, I just think that song, there's a uh, harmonic, not quite, not harmony. There's a sonically something going on between when Elsa hits her last unknown and the comes in on a different key. There's something like a dissonance. Yeah, it struck me like in the theater. I was like, oh, whoa. It feels good. It feels real good. That was amazing. Uh, I think this song uh, blows Let It Go out of the water. Like this is a way better song. Really? Yeah. Um, Uh, Musically, lyrically, uh, story-wise, it's, it's, it's. This song is so much better in so many ways. I would agree. It's just That's not as agree with catchy. <laughs> it's for me. It's way more catchy. To me, I did not leave singing "Let It Go," sing "Frozen One," and I cannot get this song out of my head for two days now. Yeah, huh. yeah. Uh, I would say there, you know, there's merit in both, right? Like, so in "Frozen One," "Let It Go" was a great song for me. What I took out from it was because this was kind of like her anthem to be by herself yeah. right. and all that stuff. So it made yeah, sense yeah, yeah. story wise. Yes. Into the unknown, like in lyric wise, like. She's saying, like, I've had my adventure and I don't want to go falling into you. But then the next, like, verse is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but don't you know I really do want to go into the unknown? Well, and, like, like, and so, like, it's interesting to where it plays in that. But, yeah, I would say, I like, I saw it terms, as, like, a sequel to Let It Go, in a sense. Like, yeah. just their character's journey. Like the movie. Like, first one is just Whoa. about her. <laughs> the first one is just about her, like, just accepting who she is. And then the second yeah. one is like, well, now what, what do I do with this? With being who I with am and who moving am. on sure. with who I am right now. So I, I really, um, I really dug that sort of like parallel there or whatever. Mm-hmm. The um, but also how she shit on let go, let, let it go afterwards. Yeah, she um, cringed at it. I funny. loved that. That's She's my like, favorite mm, part. No, yeah. Elsa cringing at let it go. That was wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, no, and maybe not. Um, the song "Show Yourself" when uh, Elsa oh, is coming in and finding out like what happened and kind of her connection with it. It really oh. hit me on a, like a really personal like this. Yeah. 
I really enjoyed this movie because I had a personal journey with it. Like the, what they were talking about, the, the, I mean, especially like dealing with the unknown and dealing with change and show yourself was really like, it can be seen as like, you're telling yourself to show yourself yeah. and like living in your true power, um, which is a huge theme in my life right now. So when I was watching that, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say about the songs uh, and the first one, like to Kaylin's point there, they might be a little bit catchier in the first one. Because my, uh, my well, my favorite is actually for <laughs> the first time. It was it, it, for the first time in forever. Like that's my oh, yeah. actual I'm favorite song. Gassy, but I'm yeah. somewhere in that zone. <laughs> like in out of all both movies, that's still my favorite song. Um, but they have. I feel like the second movie, the songs had a lot more meaning and a lot more to say. Yeah. So even though they weren't like when as I'm catchy older, and stuff, this will all make sense. When, when I'm, I'm older, older was so good. Yeah. Course, so, so that's that's yeah, one thing I really really dug was that I felt like I felt like the songs were really like progressing the plot this time around. I don't agree, but that's fine. That's okay. Um, I mean, that's the interesting thing because I've always felt like with song. That's what opinions are for. So, <laughs> if not, if not the, maybe maybe I misspoke. Not not necessarily the, the plot, but at least that character's journey. It's your I opinion. You don't forward. have to misspeak. It's okay. Uh, but I mean, See, I, would, I would say with with singing, with song, with musicals, it's like song. I kind of alluded like a fight scene or like a sex scene. It's very much like this is the like pinnacle of emotion, and also like this is the pinnacle of conflict. And so they happen when like there's no longer any like communication could happen via plot wise, and they yeah. happen because this is the zenith level of like where we can go, and then it moves on to the. Next I always, scene. Um, I always view, in acting terms, like a song. Because you break into song, it's a monologue. Mm -hmm. And so it needs to be like this this long, you're monologuing. But would it, it do, to be a long paragraph would it do or something. Would it be a dialogue? Yes. Oh. Um, I mean, in, the, in my mm -hmm. view of it, like okay. it's it's a scene. Like if you take yeah. away the music, it's a it's a scene between a two scene. people that's set to music. Like mm -hmm. yeah. in musical theater, like you should be, I mean, it's you're an actor that sings, not a singer that acts. Like you, it should be real acting. And One of the techniques our theater teacher used to make us do is talk the song as a scene first. Yeah. Oh, Kesha. Yeah, but Kesha is but, talk, but with, sing, the, but with emotion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wake up. You, you had to act it as a scene okay. first before you could. It was like part of our way That's of getting smart. ready for the show. Yeah. Part because of like you the are saying something. Homework. Mm -hmm. yeah. My my teacher did the same thing. Um, but uh, all of the songs for me is anytime I see a musical, I'm always kind of looking through that lens of going like why is this song here mm -hmm. in a sense of like, okay, what is the point? What's the intention behind yeah. the song? Like, what is it, is it necessary? Is it, is it an actual scene? Is it just nonsense? And the thing about, I will give it to a lot of what Disney does, not all of it, but some, most times the songs make sense of where they are. Most times. Most times. Um, and so for, for this one, it was, it was it was nice. I like the songs. <laughs> yeah. And the seeing um, the journey and all that kind of stuff. That's uh Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Yeah. They are the songwriters for the Yeah. Oh well. They're uh, technically credited as writers, but then I was like, they're typically songwriters. Loved the eighties rock montage. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Lost in the Woods. And I thought Jonathan Groff killed yeah. that so song. Good. Yeah. I thought it was great. Hearing uh I liked when uh Sven sings and it's still Jonathan Groff doing the same voice he always oh, yeah. did for Sven. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They, they didn't the... give him some like celebrity cameo like no. something like that. No. Uh that made me really happy. But the way it was edited and shot like that's for the adults obviously. Yeah. When he in like the audience. put the ear up and was like to the pine, the cone. pine cone. It was, was wonderful. So good. I thought yeah. that whole scene was like I could not stop smiling through that whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um as well as uh Olaf's retelling of Frozen 1. Yeah. Yes. 
And, and the guy's reaction. I was like, gonna say oh, not because no? of Olaf, <gasps> but because of Mateus. Yeah, he was a bad guy. He was. He was wrapped up in it. But specifically, my favorite part was like everyone's together and their parents will never die. And then it's they died. And yeah. they're just in the, he's like in the corner facing away. It was like, that whole bit was <laughs> spot on to me. Um, uh, and I just loved it. Yeah, Mateus was great. Mateus, Mateus as a whole is just a favorite part. Uh, I, I really like, uh, and so I talked about it a little earlier, how like CGI uh, Disney has kind of like made the shift. Um, and they're a little bit more about like liberal, like progressive movements. And I really liked how this film tried to wrestle and tackle like the... Uh, topic of you know how we view indigenous people and then what happens with our relationships with it and then how those relationships get forgotten after long periods of time and then there's people who are stuck in a prism still living it even though they're completely invisible to us Um, and uh so i I really like that they're trying to do that with this film where like to me i was like uh maybe this is another film but uh, I liked how they were like, okay, let's cool, let's like weave it in together. So they use that as a sense of a vehicle to talk about magic, mm-hmm. or vice versa, use magic to talk about those kind of things, um, talking about like nature and how to kind of be in harmony with it. Um, I did laugh my ass off when the moment uh, they said, "Earth, fire, water, I wind." Know. I was like, oh, "Heart, my heart, God. heart!" Right? I was like, "Avatar, the together God we are, Captain know, America." I, I told you that's know. what it was going to be. And Avatar, I was like, Avatar, the last Airbender, all the way. Yeah, I was just Never like, saw it, so that, yeah, <laughs> that the, for you, Captain, Captain Planet, Planet, Avatar, yeah. which whichever way you yeah, want to uh, say, uh, Fifth Element, it's fine. Yeah, all, we all have it for everyone, and now the Disney kids have it Frozen. So me, me to clarify a little bit, me not having seen or really knowing anything about Frozen two. That was my one prediction of what what the movie was going to be about. Yeah. Oh yeah, the other elements. Yeah. Right. Oh yes. So um, I don't have a crush on Adina Menzel, but I do have a crush on her voice. That's fair. Listening to her sing, crush. anytime I've ever like bought albums for like musicals, listening to her voice because as a singer, I'm like, damn girl, she just her belt. Here's a fun fact about that. Yeah. There's interviews with the cast of Rent. Uh, was, I was a huge in high school. I got really into Rent, and I watched every single video I could. Interviews, behind the scenes stories, and it was like a known fact that she would belt every night, and none of the other singers knew how she could do that without losing her voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just she's just genetically can do it. Yeah. For wow. the uncultured, what does belting mean? Because I wear a belt. Singing very, very loudly with it's basically, basically all power. Like it's like the equivalent. One hundred percent. It's basically the equivalent of yelling in tune. In tune, and it takes a lot of work. To establish a safe way to do it, a safe way to do it, but also to have range within it because her range, how high she can go and how she can belt that high, those high notes is incredible. Is there uh, someone for the uninitiated and uncultured like myself that would kind of have a similar, like, other than her? Who else belts really? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. Okay. That would work. Yeah. Um, So the live action Cinderella, which is badass. Yeah. With Brandy. Yes. Oh um, yeah, an Asian. Person. So yeah, it was just yeah. it was, it was such a vocal ride. Yeah, just to listen to this, like even the, ah, yeah. like that was it was still beautiful. Aurora. It's simple. Yeah, but it's well, and it's, how they tied into each other too. Yeah, is yeah. really just. I um, mean, yeah, and audio uh, I, I said this before the episode started. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, who plays uh, the mother, she sings Shout the lullaby. Lost. Shout out to uh, Westworld. Um, she, no, not, not, I was thinking of someone else. My bad. Uh, she got a standing ovation when she, uh, when she, you done? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm done okay. now. She got a standing ovation when she auditioned <laughs> oh for the role uh, because she just had she had to do the song. Oh, so I was like, interesting. It's pretty like to a point where it's like, it, it's interesting to see like where do they where do the, where does the audition end and where is it more about the singing or more yeah. about the acting? So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question, but, uh, Kristen Bell. But I, mean, I have uh, a major question and, and her voice. And uh, yes. but the way Re- she acts within Rachel the Wood? songs uh, is particularly her. her yeah, her emotional range yeah. within songs is really impressive yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I've always been, Kristen Bell is on the on that like desert island list. Hall pass. Hall oh, yeah. pass. Um, Hall pass. What's desert just, island list? You never heard of that? No, because if I'm on a desert island, I'm gonna get anything I can get. Wow. <laughs> I anyway, mean, well, I'm on a desert island, <laughs> including anyway. five girls. Thank goodness we're not there. We're in Norway. It's a, where if it's you're cold. on a desert island trapped with one person, who would you choose to be? Oh, um, yeah. Someone who get me off the bo- island. <laughs> Nina Dobrev. Anyway, a boat engineer. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I agree. Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I was very fond of the boat ride through the Earth Giant territory. That's pretty cool. That I felt a little. Uh, what's that? Well, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. What's the the Hobbit? With the two giant thingies. <laughs> the Hobbit. Well, I was going more of Lord, Lord of the, the Rings, Rings when they saw the two giant statues, and more just like into, not uh, not the danger aspect of it, just because the fact in, that they're going through it. In uh, the Hobbit, there's literally two Earth Giants fighting. Oh. Well, that's oh, in the yeah. night, though, isn't it? The trolls that are fighting. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that, that there was a <laughs> clock that, that we were going off of here. Oh, but that's in the nighttime. Oh, my bad. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah. Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. Sure. Apologize, motherfuckers. Anywho, I liked when the nostrils were like coming up out of the water. Oh, that was like, cool. Oxygen doesn't matter for them, so they can just have water constantly pouring in. So, why do they have noses? I don't know, but it was funny. He was breathing, I enjoyed he was it. breathing them in. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, know why. I, but, yeah. A little line that killed me was. Um, it was panning across the uh, village and Olaf is with the kids and he's like, we call this controlling things when things feel uncontrollable. All of his little face. Yeah. All of his like little one-liner like adulting is hard oh, you, kind you, of things where he's yeah. just like, this is, this, yeah. this is too much. I relate to he's that. Like, you love that line, technology. I also, oh yeah, the, what's wh- that thing you always say, Olaf? Oh, that technology will simultaneously be the savior and the destroyer of us all? No, the other thing. Oh, water has memory. <laughs> Do you know turtles can breathe out their butts? Yeah, they can. I can always I count on you. <laughs> also, there's an exit. Did you know I also that- love that he was like, where is everybody? Stephanie! I don't know what Stephanie And then, and then he looks <laughs> at the whole Samantha. 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 Yeah. Samantha bit was cool. Was Samantha? Samantha? When he looks down the hole. Yeah. Samantha? Samantha? <laughs> Yeah, like, well, was, uh, Olaf in general was great. I loved all time. that. <gasps> and the little lizard, Charmander, yeah. oh, shiny Charmander, yeah, the shiny Char- Charmander. When it like when Elsa starts holding it and he starts like singeing her hands, but then all of a sudden like makes a little home in her I hand know. and just turns blue, and then just like just has that ribbity like licks his own eye like a oh, Disney yeah. is getting dangerously close to like a Serenity level event where like they'll create something that's going to be so cute. That everyone's gonna look at it and collectively on into like a a peaceful state and just lay down and die. Oh, like that's oh, what's wow. gonna that's happen. They're close. getting close. Clearly, Maybe. you haven't watched Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. like we you accept know? that we've we've reached the peak of cuteness in the in the in the universe and yeah, might yeah. As well like just Baby stop. Groot yeah. was beta. Baby Groot was beta. <laughs> yeah. They're on their way. I don't know. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is there for me. Baby Yoda is. Give him a little tiny lightsaber. Yeah. It's oh. close to ending the universe. Yeah. Um, we're we're awful close. <laughs> my, I think I think my favorite part is the beginning, like the the story time between the two two sisters and Alfred Molina delivering a story, drooling Anna, and his amazing mm-hmm. commanding voice, yeah. and like just he has like this weird like warmth, sun. but like 
this warmth gravitas to his voice. And Wait, I really who was that? The Afri- king? Yeah. The, the dad. The dad. He's Doc Octop- Dr. Octopus in Doc Spider-Man, Oc- too. Oh. Yeah. I think in the first movie it was Maurice LaMarche. Butterfingers. It was, yeah. It, I don't think it was Alfred Molina in the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say also, I do like, it's a weird thing. I really love how Anna is super protective of Elsa. Um, yeah. Shout out yeah. to uh, one of our listeners, Noe, um, who uh, asked about the Bechdel test. This totally passes. Um, right? Two women who talk about something that's more than just a man. Yes. In more, yes. In more than one scene. Christoph so, fails. Well, yeah, which is an interesting <laughs> thing, and I'll bring it up later. Uh, but I I did kind of, I did a little bit like how he tried to propose. I like his uh, attempts. And yeah. he, and it was he, cute. And so then you were he crazy. Proposed. I'm crazy? Yeah. No, well, no. Everyone doesn't know <laughs> Wait, what they you're want. naive. I was, yeah. <laughs> was kind of hoping he'd talk about boogers and eating them again. But. Oh, God. I love that. He's like, what, what are you going to do when he picks his nose? And eats it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that person. Um... Other uh, favorite characters or other more favorite parts? Favorite characters? Oh, yeah, one of your favorite parts. I really yeah, did like, I, I, I no just want to say parts. I really so liked favorite... visually the moment where Elsa uses the new icy magic and makes all those little like diamonds. You mean the elements? Fractals. Yeah, the fractals. Okay, all right. Calm he down. says it in the movie. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sorry. I, also... I apologize. Fractals. That's in the song. Okay, the, I, the fractals. <laughs> to that point, it was funny that Neil deGrasse, that was cool. Neil deGrasse Tyson actually like tweeted about saying, like, you guys are making snowflakes wrong. It's like, it's not about the snowflakes. It's about the story element. But to that point, I do love it when the first shot of the, the team, when they're at the gate of the uh, like the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. Because they're on a like a sunset. And then you mm. see the yellow line. On over a sunset? Th- mm-hmm. I yes. hate it. <laughs> uh, a yellow line of the horizon, and then it hues up into orangey, and it hues oh. up to gray. And I was like, that's how I would like my films to be shot. But it's like, that means I need a CGI environment. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, favorite characters? So favorite characters and side character. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, Tom, start us off. For me. Uh, uh, I like... It's tough for favorite character to actually think about it. Like, yeah. Because Anna and Elsa there's only are, two. are kind of yin and yang about it. Uh, but I would have to say I liked Anna more in this one than I did in the first Hell yeah, one. Hell yeah, you did. Um, I liked Anna more. And then the secondary character would probably be uh, the Sterling K. Brown. Mateus. Mateus. Ali? Mine's go, close. We'll go round and round. Uh, mine is, is Anna. She's Forever Bay. Uh, Liked her in the first one the most. Liked her in this one the most. I just like her quirkiness and and all that stuff. Uh, and then it's all off for my secondary. Mm. I really like the first movie. It wasn't like like not everything of his stuck with me, but I feel like in this one he did like no wrong. I didn't like there was no moment that I disliked from him that I can remember anyways. But <laughs> yeah, it really stuck out as a good as a good uh, good writing this time for him. I am going to say Elsa and Mateus. Good choices. Nice. Yeah. With that shield and sword. Anna and Olaf. I, I'll, Olaf would probably actually be first. I was just really Then put him first. Olaf. And then um, who's your side character? I'm, I'm glad your Anna. favorite character dies. My Anna's not side, a side character. Yeah, she's not. Um, The mom. The mom. Okay. Because she was like this northerner who snuck Evan onto Rachel a Wood. cart to not save someone and then like Fell ended up queen. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she was cool. Uh, Anna is my favorite character. My side character is Mateus. So oh, there's some two wow. copy and paste here, and yeah. Josh is the only original fucker. Yeah. OG. I Good said thing. Olaf. <laughs> yeah, she said I love Olaf. How I go OG, and you, you go, she has okay. Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that brings us to qualms. Oh boy, here we First go. 
I have to just really quick. I have to say that I've been really, really nervous about this episode. Why? Because Why? I feel like I really liked it. That's fine. Josh, and this is how we work. No, I understand it's not a that. Personal attack. No, I didn't say it's that it was. Okay. I was just saying like. You scared? Oh, I'm scared. But <laughs> let's well, do this. You see your dreams? We're yeah. taking it away from you. I know. That's what we're doing. We're going to your I house, know. taking away all You're your DVDs. You're at my house. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying you can't like those things because we didn't like it. But, okay. That's uh, not what we're saying. Um, so, I really did not like Olaf at all. <gasps> I felt wow. like he was almost a pointless character. Wow. He was there for comedic relief, and that was it. No. Other than that, he's in danger, and that's it. Tom, I agree with you. Yes. Um, I don't find him not entertaining. I thought everything he did was funny, but also they all could have been done in one scene, maybe. But instead, they just littered it throughout the entire thing, just because they're like resuscitate the pacing of the film because felt, this is boring. I felt the same way about Olaf. Mm. I felt um, that he was accidentally a big deal in the first one. Like I think yeah. they put him as a, in a in like a comedy character in, and then the kids ate that shit up mm -hmm. so much so that they put him on the roofs of Disneyland during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were like, "Oh, we should definitely double down on this character." Part. Yeah, and I don't think. Um, I don't think they flushed him out enough. I don't mm -hmm. to, to take That's on the fair. role he did. The arc with growing up is dropped as soon as that song is done. Yep, and never comes back. Yep, it doesn't complete. It's it's his big thing for the first two thirds of the movie. And then he has a song about everything's gonna make sense when I'm uh, an adult, which was great because. Nothing fucking makes sense. Isn't I think that's a, that's a song that's great for kids, but then also he has no clarity at the end of it where it's like... But there's yeah. no... He he makes a big deal about everyone changing and the only person who really changes is Elsa as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and that's they even mentioned at the end, he goes, I feel so transformed. I'm like, you're not though. You didn't complete your arc. You didn't... Kristoff is the same. Anna's the same. Elsa's the only one who's different. I don't and know. even not really because she's kind of just back where she was from the first film. And we still don't know how Olaf deals with change. I don't know if I fully agree with that. Uh, you don't have to. That's fine. We still um, don't know how all because, of deals with change. Yeah. Because he's no just idea. like, I, I feel changed. Like, but how? You didn't make any decisions that made it look yeah. like you dealt with change. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, to me, that's why I was like, Olaf, I, I think he's a cool character, but I was just like. I do agree. There there certainly should have been more for Olaf to just complete his arc. Certainly should have been, been more been for nice everybody. About growing up. Yeah. Because they just kind of referenced. It uh, felt like just a build up for that song. And then once the also, song was done. They were like, okay, we Because I feel like he could have gotten to the end of the movie or like maybe lived a little longer and gotten through a I, little bit more. And then at the end of it, been like, man, life is hard. I would have yeah. liked like, him to something. make yeah. a sacrifice instead of him just being killed out of circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Like if he made a sacrifice, he's like, well, things change. And some things that don't change is the fact that I'll always do that. Like I'll always be there for you. And right. then like he wa like walks into the ocean and then just melts away or something like that. Oh, you know, God. something mm -hmm. that's yeah. like, oh, he made a decision. Like yeah. he knows, like things can't change, like can't stay the same, and the only thing that stays the same is change. Well, I think yeah. interestingly enough, I think because that was missing, I didn't. I immediately knew that it wasn't a permanent death. Yeah, like, yeah, because I was like, but takes I, the weight away from that song like, too, which is why I didn't care for that song. I was just gonna say because that kind of speaks to my qualm, mm -hmm. so I'll just go into it. I get it that we're dealing with a kids movie, um, yeah. and we're adults in it, and we're coming to critically and analyze it in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, I knew every next step yeah it was so predictable oh the twist that, and that everything everything yeah. that happened i was like oh it's and, gonna be heard and, there, and, and there's then two sides he's to gonna come back and then this and i was like <laughs> my friend actually like when anna would like came was in the cave and finished her sad song she was like oh she's gonna go to the bridge for the earth giants to fall okay i'm gonna go to the bathroom she came back and someone of course like willingly gave information was like Oh, she went to the bridge and the earth giants are following her. And she's like, okay, I know. Thanks. <laughs> well, 
I mean, and that's a funny thing. Like, there's two sides to it. Sometimes yeah. some films are so surgically well done that, like, you can kind of tell they're kind yeah. of procedural in that sense. But this almost felt like it was just so by the books of it. And yeah. it's weird because it, it didn't play with the stakes of it at all. Where, like, you kind of knew everything was going to go back to the way it was. Yeah. Um, You didn't feel like that there possibly could have been a change forever. Like, Olaf's death came back so quickly because it happened so late. Yeah. yeah. Right. It didn't happen, yeah. like, way in the beginning. Yeah, it's a, I mean, or midway or something. Even. Yeah, the thing that I, I keep thinking about is because we've we've talked about other things, whether it be like um, Batman Beyond or Batman the Animated Series, where don't these are dare. these are kids shows, but they don't treat the kids like idiots. Or right. Frozen so One, huh? I was gonna say Frozen One. I did not see the twist of that guy being a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Not, not at all. all. I did. Yeah, um, I'm not saying I'm cool or anything. I'm, I'm gonna sounds it, like you are. I'm letting I'm letting it go. Isn't sounds Tom like, cool? Tom's cool. So, cool. so cool. So like Tom's I was saying, coolest. from my viewing experience, not through Tom's eyes, I didn't uh, didn't yeah. see the twist of what's it, whatever, I forget his name, being a bad guy. Hans. Hans. Gruber. Being a bad guy. Until it mm. happened. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. It's interesting. Um, I, just generally speaking, don't really see twists like coming. twists coming or like predictability or maybe I do. As but when I'm when I'm like watching a movie, I, I'm just like I'm just in it, and I just let well, it. Well, as soon as as soon as he said they just started fighting, I knew there's a they couple. Started the fight. There's a couple times that like it'll take me out in the sense of like being conscious of something that might happen. But for the most part, I mean, so so those so like a predictable plot doesn't necessarily make it on a qualms list for me because well, it's like it doesn't bother me while I'm watching it. If I may and make a, I, uh, an obs- observation, and I enjoy it. At, the end then. with you Ollie, i actually think uh, the film if you start liking it yeah. then you kind of let your guard down a bit but if you don't like Probably. it then you're kind of like heightened I, I yeah if it's got if it brings me in like strongly with a few really then awesome you parts, caress and <laughs> i let it just kind of like well you accomplished so, what you were supposed to the reason it makes it on my list especially with predictable twist is that big moment is supposed to be with anna and olaf figuring out what happened mm-hmm. but for me i was like yeah that should have been obvious like what, You've uh, met these people. They're peaceful people. Like yeah. they're, you know what I mean. Who so would have started? Well, to me, it was more like something must have started it, but like right. well, that it, wasn't a gen. Like maybe the immediate my immediate prediction was like something possessed the people mm. to attack first. I like can see not that. to, you know what I mean? Because like I guess my mind, I just keep the options more open. I, I hoping guess to I'm, be like hoping to be. We're talking about the twist that the, the dad, oh, the grandpa, that's oh, yeah, the dad. Yeah. Would, well, yeah. the thing about the predictability that I'm talking about is I it was like. It was almost like by the book predictability. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. they've done this before, like this, like this, like this. Oh, let me guess. It's gonna be like that. And he does that. And yeah. Cool. And my and thing's was, my thing's very it's a very it's from a naive standpoint, for sure. Like, cause it's like I want hmm. I want <laughs> I want to be surprised. Sure. So I don't want to like predict it in the yeah. sense. So I want to be like, well, just show like do something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, again, I would I would give you more credit. And I would say, like, it's not really a naive sense. Like when you start watching something you like it, Ollie, I feel like honestly, you kind of just like let it go, uh, point uh, of phrase. Uh, but then it's a film. If you start not liking it in the beginning, you're like on top of it. Yeah, and you see every fucking thing. That's a good point. That's true. Um, um, for me, the reason it was it bothered me with the, the grandpas, it felt like they were mapping the Hans thing again, where the good guy is suddenly the bad, the bad guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, fair. All along. Um, Do you think it would have been more revealing or more impactful if it actually had been the dad? If it had been the dad, not for Melina. It would have been tough. That would have been harder. It would have been hard. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked that at all. No, in a bad way. Because it would have it would have basically kind of tore down everything we think of yeah. that kingdom. In yeah, a sense. well, we should. Yes garbage. and no, because like, not really, because the next uh, generation was like... Because then you start messing with their love of a their Romeo parents. A Romeo and Juliet type thing. Because their love of their parents is such a huge part of this. Through one and two. Yeah. It would so take one. It would, it would shatter. Well, I mean, I also, I think about it from a standpoint of like, 
so a recent movie, The Good The Good Liar, with Helen yeah. Mirren and Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen's character is despicable. He has nothing about right. him. You can just and take so it you can only take yeah. that so much where it's like, no, you have to have some redeemable characters. I don't think the twist is bad. It's no. kind of how it was executed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my, they could have built it up more so that it was like, oh shit, well, oh no. Also my... To, I think they that, showed too much. To that point yeah. of like also execution of like, there's a fifth spirit or a fifth element and I was like, I swear to God, it better be love and it's not. it better not be her. It's her. And then it's and her. It's I was ice. like, what the fuck? It was like, this That's is so boring. That's the one thing boring. I did kind of predict. I was actually happier that it was her rather than some like if it was another creature I would have been like no more creatures Can, we have enough creatures in in a way like I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna try to segue to my next qualm because it's kind Do of it. like an overarching thing to that point and I get it the th- tough thing I find with this film is that they established that in the first film that family and love uh, are more important and they're not they subvert the expectation that Disney films again like I said like oh I'm Aaron my dad hates me Prince Eric oh I'm blah blah then there's fucking the other prince right it's like all these girls who like hate their parents and like fucking leave that establishment to go just get married and that's just like kind of this that you know process but then what these films try to do is like break that away it's like an act of love will break the curse and it's like not between bullshit Hans or even Kristoff it's that between Sisters. sisters and I found that more important and I thought that to me I was like cool we have films that try to Yes. promote that other than like find love because Josh and I and everyone here we've talked about how stupid films try to like frame love a lot of times some do it really poorly and then this some film was trying really to do well. it really great um, and then this film really kind of to me threw it away because it was kind of like well and I mean it does it in two parts and for me it makes it conflicted because I love the idea that beyond you and beyond your initial community you should be trying to help the world at large mm-hmm. and I understand that again that more liberal progressive side of it which is on brand, but then also it's like, well, what the fuck was the point of the first movie? Mm. Because you just said like, there's no bond. You just exiled yourself, and now you're going back to the the glacial fortress solitude. That's what I meant when and I said she's back where she started. she started. And so I was like, what's gonna happen? Another curse? You know what? Actually, family is the best thing ever. And it's like, but only when we live miles apart. Yeah. And so like to me, <laughs> right? it felt very problematic. Of like, I don't know what the characters actually learned. Because yeah. like in this other, film, that's my biggest well, problem. Is, like yeah, in terms of I, what I'll say, plot of like who killed this, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, like no. what, like what Elsa is trying to. I mean, learn, it does for an entainment standpoint. Entertainment standpoint, but, it does for plot, but not for story. Right. And so what Elsa's trying to learn in the first film was like, how does she fit into this world? And it's like, oh, you do because your family's always had you. And then I was like, well, you know, actually, my family has me, and I still don't fit. It's like, well, I guess the fucking first movie didn't sell the point right. Yeah. And I then think, Anna, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hold no. <laughs> Um, I think like that would have been like a, a better respect to that message they were starting to set up because they even continue talking about it in the second movie where, you know, they're like, we need to do this together. We're sisters. We will always yeah. be each other. A be lot. there for each they other. Said a lot. And then I just didn't love the turn of at the third act. Like she pushed him away and went and did her, did it herself. And I get that. But like earlier in the movie, they already got past the hurdle of not of, of Elsa not wanting on to yeah. hurt. And like they, she accepted it. But then to, and it was fine. It, to pull it out again, to be like, I don't want you to get hurt. And it's like, we already talked about this. Like, she's committed. You guys are both committed. I was going to a little peck on the kiss and you're, you guys are doing it and you're fine. together. And then they try to pretend like it didn't happen at the end where they're like, and we did it together. It's like, no, she was like miles across the thing. Like, yeah. you were trying to do the same thing, but you didn't do it together. 
Yeah. Really. You uh, kind of did it both alone because even yeah. Olaf was gone. Right. Yeah. And even Kristoff was alone, which also that power about it. So I was like, was that would have been, ugh. I think that would have been a great character moment to, I think, a lot of our points, which is you would have been able to pay off and have actual character growth if they stayed together and did the last challenge like side by side. I would have wanted it that she, uh, Anna finds out she has fire powers. Maybe that's really simplistic, but to me, like, if you want to continue this whole, like, how they're different. My but brain also, is now lost. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> if you're going to talk about elements and then how she kind of fits into it, like, it would have been cool that, like, again, you have Anna, who was Queen of Arendelle, now Queen, now a fifth element, and now a, uh, it's like, fuck is Anna now? It's like, uh, again, like that joke where it's like, oh, she has powers, she doesn't. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of really letting Anna not do a lot, but just being, like, the actual brains of the operation. Yeah. Like and but they don't really point that out. They just kind of show it, but they never really reward it. Yeah. Mm. Um and so like with that it, it's it's just really I feel like they had an idea to tell a cool story of like hey, let's talk about these subject matters, but then let's put the frozen skin. The way on. the way it was described the best way I, I I heard it described was that I think this story looks cool on paper and uh first of all, I don't think we needed the sequel. I really think the first one could have stood alone as Classic. As its own thing. Everyone had their completed arcs. Everyone was was good. I don't think... It's much like, like you said, much like Toy Story 4. I don't think we needed to mm-hmm. go on another journey with them, especially one that contradicts the first film so so strongly. Um, but I think the story on paper looks good. Like, she goes into an enchanted forest and finds who she truly is. Sounds great. Yeah. Then they got to writing the script, and it didn't translate the same way that a outline or a oh, paragraph. Oh, we have to put in could. other plot points? Or, or a pitch then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they drop characters left and right, like Kristoff is gone mm-hmm. for the third of the film. His power ballad was like lamenting the fact that he was useless. Yeah, and like, I, I respect that because it was at least different and trying something new, the power ballad stuff, but then then you just drop him. Yeah. I, uh, and suddenly like, he, he comes back He doesn't in. change at all. Like, he just decides like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. That's enough of this. And that's really it. Yeah. But that's not really a character change. I want to, I want to think, like, I'm curious. comes back grumpy, but useless. And um, I, well, I was going to move on to kind of something related, but... Um, Sorry, I just think, real quick. I thought you've been trying to start something. Have you been almost saying something and then... No, I've been no. saying my bits here okay, and there. Cool. Okay. I'll, I'll have plenty to say I in can, a minute. I can pass it. <laughs> no, 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 trying no. to start go some on, shit. Go on. <laughs> go on. Um, I was going to say, um, structurally speaking, from a storytelling standpoint, um, I, I think the third act was wrapped up a little too too quick yeah like the um i was like oh from, my god we we're running out of time from elsa from the, <laughs> from the elsa from the end we of can't elsa's go hours. last song yeah of her like getting across the sea or whatever like i feel like that song everything was paced well up until that point or not paced well but like you know well enough co- co- in comparison in to comparison. the rest yes, of the movie in comparison and the rest of the movie just felt like it just like they almost like ran out of budget and they need to wrap up yeah because uh, like we, like, we made the joke that like Endgame was like taking too long. They're like, hey, we're gonna take your team for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah. Elsa just like reappears at the end, and then um, Deus Ex Elsa, <laughs> and then Anna. Like, I want to think that there was a different version of this ending, and then they had to change it to this for whatever reason. I mean, to me, I like think... with the Earth Giants and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that's cool, but that feels like a second act conflict. Yeah, that doesn't feel like something you would. Well, based the I, entire ending of this movie on. That's kind of like the, the, weird, of the movie. weird thing right. about the film. The film, again, has like what's... There's no rush. So what's the point? Yeah. So Anna is about to die in the first one. And yeah. also someone's trying to kill Elsa in the first one. Yeah. But in this one, nothing's happening. It was missing yeah. like a <laughs> final confrontation, like maybe something a bit more intimate well, where they're all involved and after the Arendelle flood. 
but like well like compared like work with the somewhere in between like, there yeah well you know like, i mean like comparatively we never thought the spirits were malicious and you and i think it's a not a good move or a smart move that disney would try to do that in the beginning and just mm-hmm. be like oh we're just misunderstood but like compared it to like the ragnarok yeah. where he's trying to fight for his people and his people will go homeless without their land same thing like arendelle right but then you have um, two main antagonists yeah. So it's very interesting how you turn your antagonist from the last film into like that. So those are the interesting things. Yeah. But this one, there's like nothing pulling you to the next scene. Mm-hmm. And that's where another issue of mine in terms of like, to me, structure, I think the whole film is fucked up in terms mm. of structure. I think everything's at a I breakneck agree. speed where it's like ex- exposition, 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 song, 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 exposition, exposition. I'm like, every time Olaf did a joke, I'm like, this is because it's boring right now. Every time a song happens, like this is because it's boring right now. Like, and I felt bad, but like some of the songs were part exposition, but I felt like a lot of them were just like, well, we got do you, we got to get to the next scene. We got to yeah. get to the next set piece. And that's, this is what's going to wrap that scene. I up. literally have a note that says too many songs. Yeah. I said, um, music was one violation away from being a pace revitalizer. Mm-hmm. What does that yeah. mean? Just it revitalized the pace of the oh, film. Oh, I see what you're saying. It was just yeah, like yeah. getting sluggish and, dra- and it was just dragging. Um, I, so to the point also with, um, Christoph, uh, I yes. thought it was interesting because what the film tried to do this time was subvert oh, yeah. the fact that Kristoff was like any other woman in an action film. And that she was, like, those women typically are portrayed as like, I'm just pining for the hero. And I do nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm there at the very end. I got the getaway car. And it's like, all right, Dr. Jones, let's go. I'm not even <laughs> mad with you because I'm just glad to see you. Right? And so, like, I thought that was cool that they try to do that with this character or, like, in, the, in this gender. But, like, it was weird that they let this film be that, that thing. Yeah. And I was just like, you opened a door to talk about how we view the love interest, but you also gave yourself a weakness by doing that. You know, Well, you just flipping the genders doesn't make it okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your method is Very wrong. Agreed. Yeah. And so like, I think to me, I want to say that they're smart enough to know that. They knew that that was not right and they wanted to underline it more. But then I was like, it in that it sense- didn't work. In that sense, like you again, you leave your your platform to be like, oh well, there's a little hole right. You there. know what? Maybe would have made it work if he did something afterwards. <laughs> I mean, but that I mean to that point, I would say like there's so many films that have framed women as romantic interests that don't do anything at the end, right? And that's really sad. But they're like this, like they could have championed that ideology. Mm-hmm. But then, like to me, I think it's tough as a man who watches it. Like I get the male gaze, so I'm looking at it, and I'm just like. Well, like he's fucking song. useful at least. And then there's so many films that haven't done that. Right. So it's like, I feel like there might be room for f- films that had male leads and then the woman is actually the one that saves them at the end. Yeah. And so mm. like that would have been the better platform for the, versus yeah. this. Which like is, Let It Go just, is a I, transformation and of it's, her. And it's weird. It's you, not you like a that bad or good. It's more like, it's just hard to kind of talk about, which I think is important that I like a lot about this film. It's like, it's trying to do it, but it may not be doing it the best way. Mm. I did like the line, even though it, contradicts his entire arc where he said my love is not fragile i did like that line that is an important line but it didn't fragile man for the rest of the yeah his arc because it's very fragile yeah his whole the whole movie he's very upset yeah uh caitlin okay all right i have one point i I have plenty more so i got to state two there was like basically from when elsa sent off anna i had a whole different thought of how the movie was going to go. I, (laughs) well, I, so here's, I was bothered that Kristoff was like useless. I was bothered that Elsa went off on her own to solve things. Also your favorite character is useless. Uh, Yeah, he was useless. That's okay. Uh, I still liked him a lot. 
And Anna, I feel like her grief song, while it was very touching, definitely cried, I felt like she got over grief really quickly. And like, See, I didn't think got it, up. that song was earned. Yeah. I don't think there was I, enough happening that warranted that song. And I don't, I, th- I, I get that there was an em- emotional, there's supposed to be an emotional gut punch there, but when the song happened, I was like, is she really this upset? It wasn't right like, now? do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. Or it got really sad at the end. Right. Yeah. It was like, yeah. what am I going to do? And I was like, Olaf just showed you the way out like 10 seconds ago. You yeah. know what you got to do. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So, so my thought process was, okay. And we've seen that Elsa gets like tired if she uses too much of her magic. So what if she went to that ocean, was like, I'm going to do it all by myself and starts trying to go out and using all of this magic to try and like get out there. And like keeps trying, keeps trying, and is slowly like losing her ability to leave. So Anna gets through those earth giants. Olaf starts falling apart because the magic link that's keeping him alive is starting to fail. And she's like, oh shit, something's wrong with Elsa. So then she's like, oh God, okay. I'm like sad. She could still have her like grief song. Olaf can have some moment about like things change, but that's like, okay, moment with her. And Mm -hmm. she can be like sad, but get out and then be like, I don't know. I don't know how to do things on my own. Kristoff could have come in and been like, what's going on? I'm upset that you left me. But seeing that she's like upset and seeing that that's like more important than his frustration. And then like going to Elsa and then Elsa and Anna coming together to like solve the horse problem. And also Elsa or Anna probably could have like done something with the earth giants where maybe they just can't hear them and she ends up on one of their heads and talks to them and then they're totally fine because they understand <laughs> and then what's happening the and aren't spirit. giant. Well, yeah, Anna could help the no. earth giants mm-hmm. and then she could come and help Elsa with the water spirit, which, by the way, the thing that blew my fucking mind about that, that horse killed their parents. Oh, if you think about it. The dark sea calmed down after Elsa calmed that horse, which means that horse, that water they didn't engulfing the their parents sea. They were in the dark they sea. They were in the dark sea the and they dry, crashed They never there. went to the south, up. south seas. Yeah, they never they went, went. They went, they went to the north. dark sea north to, is, dro- yeah. to go to Atahalland. Okay. Which means they were in the dark sea, which means that horse killed them. Which means that her best, best friend that she rides everywhere yeah. is her parents' so wait, murderer. She's like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah like Elsa and Anna, Kristoff could have been useful again. Olaf could have had his change thing. Anna and Elsa could have like solved, and Anna could have solved two of the elemental problems, well, and they could have gone to Atahalan together well, to see the thing from their mom. What could have mm-hmm. been cool is if Anna helped wrestle the four elements, and then Elsa is like, just like, oh, I got to find out that I'm the fifth one. Yes. And so the four oh, elements are the ones together. Help. The and four had elements to, like... are what destroy the dam. Did I did I miss something? I feel like there was never. Anything between the Earth Giants, they were just like, "Oh, they're no. too big. We can't do nothing." They with were exactly. big, angry, yeah. grumpy, yeah. dumb guys, and mm-hmm. they just were like, "Ma, follow but us." There was they like a scene like, with all of the other so, ones yeah. where she quells them. Yeah, yeah. and this one, there, there was, was no quelling. I just want to make sure that because I did go no. to like use the, the restroom end, real quick, right? but it's like, did. so it wasn't that good then, Josh. Um, but no, that's where I'm saying if like my eyes can roll only so far back. I don't think so. That's where I'm saying that would have been a great moment. Well. They had the only turning moment really was like, oh, they broke the dam. That's what they were doing. Yeah. That's the so only moment of like. They huh? become a plot device. Yeah. They That's what it is. Golem. But they could have been utilized in a completely <laughs> different way. And Elsa and Anna could have been like, no, being together is the saving grace all along. And then they get there and then They're they the, fight things no, see, together. That's good. You're, the, great. you're doing it. But the thing is also, you know, everyone at home listening, we're not just like just shitting on the movie or anything. Like we have. Luckily, hindsight, so we can yes. see those certain yeah, things. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's hard, hard to make a movie. Connecting yeah. the dots, looking. You forward. also like. Here's the thing: the the theater that I was in, full of kids. 
all of them were laughing, crying, oh, yeah. and having a great time. This is, I yeah. was doing this those is, things too. This is adult. Like this is just us and our experience of it. Mm-hmm. And we had yeah. we had fewer kids in ours, but they the ones that were there were still laughing and and. I had a child next crying. to me. His Not name crying, is Rashid. But... Shout out to my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> I was I love... laughing, crying, and hollering. Was, yeah. I I cried great. extra during Anna's grief song when I heard some little kid go, "Where's Olaf?" He's oh, dead. Jesus. Child, like, listen to this no, podcast. He is no. dead. <laughs> you said that you had some some more qualms. Oh, do your qualms. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have yours? Oh, go Is ahead. Uh, mine, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me open my little book here. He pulls out this huge scroll. Uh, oh, um, I just I had an issue like you with the with the pacing of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes back to my too many songs thing. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I, I again I don't know if we needed this movie if if they couldn't fill out an entire. Yeah. Um, but like it's the whole thing of let's get the gang back together and then 10 minutes after that the entire gang is broken up and it's, right. it's one of my qualms in, Shout a, to Stranger Things. in a lot of things uh, especially when I, I also don't like the, the the plot device of miscommunication in the way that they used it it's a it's like a Kristoff? with Kristoff and Anna they were both told that the other one left oh yeah mm-hmm. and so that's why neither of them are together and to me that really bothers me because in in no relationship that I have ever been in with anyone, if someone was like, "Oh yeah, he left," I I've definitely checked everywhere first. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Cool. I would. Well, I would. I'd be like, and no Why one did says they leave? that. No one just goes, "Oh yeah, he just left. He just took off." Yeah, it's definitely a logic gap because yeah. you might you might go after that person. It's yeah. it's not just this movie. It's a qualm of mine in every movie yeah. that uses this as a like, "Oh, he just left. Oh, he left. That's so unlike him." Yeah. yeah. Use your well, fucking it's head if it's so unlike go, him. It's, <laughs> also, <laughs> it's also really bad when the two characters that say that information have no ulterior motives. Yeah. It's really good when the characters do have ulterior motives. Yeah, that's fine because yeah. it's a, it's on purpose. But, but these just, just mean that like, everyone's ineffective and the stupid. The passing guy's like, I've only known you guys for like 30 minutes, but that guy like totally took off. I don't know where he went. Mm-hmm. No one's checking in with like, okay, maybe I should talk to someone else first yeah. to see where he really went maybe or where I should she really fact went. fact check like just a little bit. Yeah, like, and no one was like, yeah, he took off. No one was like, okay, but where, which direction? Yeah. Yeah. That's all the question had to be. Okay, she left. Which way? That way. Then that's where I go. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like that was a... But I'm lost in the That was woods. a critical uh, point for the whole movie. And it, it really took a lot of the emotional weight out, I guess. Because in my head, I'm just like, they're just being dumb. And I don't... We The whole first movie was about them trusting and figuring out each other and how to communicate. And now they can't figure each other yeah. out or communicate. Um, so it just really got under my skin, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for that for that whole bit. Yeah. Um, I am, so my last comment, is, it's like a little bit of a tidbit I want to expand a little bit about what I talked about, where I think Disney is kind of having an identity crisis um, in the sense of like what I talked about earlier, like how their old films were one way and the new films are this way. Um, but... I don't know how I feel about this growing trend of films that have to start around stories that mean we have to break up the band and break up the families. Mm -hmm. Like Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, and this all do the same thing. I agree. And it's weird because along with the patriarchy lying bullshit that they wanted to do from back in the day, they're also... Like trading in the fact that family doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. and that yeah. your own individual dreams are what more are more important, which makes sense to I think a section of like millennials, 
Um, and I would say I'm included in that because I grew up in the age of you can do what you want versus like the eight, the generation of people who are like, do what helps and supports your family, mm-hmm. which is the, the prior generation. And I think both are very important and they both have their place. But the fact that Disney is kind of trying to make that their like new on brand message is really weird because Disney has built an empire based A on family. family and going out together and that through thick and thin, your family is the one that truly understands. Even if they really don't understand you, they're the ones that are going to be there for you. You know what it feels? feels they're there little, with you, not when the good time. It but feels the, a little uh, Joss Whedon-y. We're like, let's make something mm. sad happen. For no reason. Because we want people to feel things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's weird because I feel like they're tr- it kind of like, and I say this purely in jest. Uh, there's the current meme of J.K. Rowling who's like rewriting all her oh, shit no. because she just wants to stay relevant. I think that's purely a meme. But it is a little funny how it's a highly correlation. Yes. Where it's like, well, I guess we're going to go watch um, uh, uh, the sequel to Monsters, Inc. finally. And Mike Wazowski is going to make his own scare business. And Silly's going to be this asshole in the back like, I'm unemployed and the life sucks. And Dumbledore and was in a wheelchair the whole time. Something like that. And it's, it's <laughs> just, I just never read it out loud. It's this weird thing. Yeah. But then I also it think it's, it's tough because they also kind of reneged a little bit about uh, what they wanted to do with their with their message. Because... What older films have typically done, there's always the destruction of the current establishment, yeah. and that's bad. And then the return to the status quo is good. There's a lot of Disney films that like show Olympus being destroyed and putting back together, uh, Agrabah being destroyed and being put back together, Lion King being destroyed putting back together. And this year, they could have done the same thing, but instead they're like, oh, we'll preserve the establishment we recreated. So we're only willing to go, go out so of far. our way as long as our own sanctity isn't disrupted by it, instead of making a brand new whole. Mm-hmm. Where it's very interesting where it's like, why don't you just bridge the two truly? Why don't you, both people are living together? Mm-hmm. Instead, you still want to keep yeah. the segregation. Arendelle could have gotten flooded and then they could have teamed up with the indigenous well, did, to create they a new. I also was very curious that the water level did not rise at all. Yes. Right. Like they calmed that giant wave then it was like, That's and it's also all, all of the water. Problem. Yes. <laughs> Can you think about? Did you? I was waiting. <laughs> it was a lot of water. And I it was, just was waiting like, for huh. that wide shot. Well, it wasn't the snow caps. That's why. <laughs> I was waiting for the wide shot to understand what happened with to all, all water. that water. Yeah, yeah. and it, didn't and it never, and it came. never it just, came. She shot it off. Well, no ho- horse water. That's why horse yeah. water. Magic water. Ma- magic water. It, it was horse. But it's Lord a river that it doesn't stop. Yeah. Like it's still flowing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, look, you stand yeah. them, not me. So it's. Fine. It wasn't like one burst of water that coming. It's. It's. You're letting a river. <laughs> yes. Uh, for decades. Just like our. So qualms. yeah, that's my thing. I have an issue with, and it's not again. It's like, oh, they're terrible doing this. But it's like I don't know what you want. Yeah, and I don't know what you're trying to sell me because look, I know the I, po- I know the poison. Please sell me the poison of like you know what you want. You when you know they're like, yeah, the current establishment is great. Don't disrupt it. Keep everything segregated. But then they also play with it. So I'm like, I don't know what you want. You kind of got a foot in both. Feelings. Yeah. So it's like sell me one or sell me the other. Don't sell me this you know bullshit happy medium Mickey Mouse happy meal shit. Mm-hmm. So what it's kind like of Mickey uh, Mouse organization is so this? that's that's me. Yeah. All right. Um, is that, else? I feel I have, like oh? I have just I have a couple. Oh, let's, um, let's hear it. Wow. Oh, I don't know, John. I'm kind of nervous about this. <laughs> Just kidding. Howdy. <laughs> no. Um, the water has memory thing. Was Just said oh. a thousand times? Said a thousand. No. So here's my problem with it. Thousand. So it was a joke. Yeah. And I am. I know it's like cliche and old school, but I love the rule of three. Mm-hmm. I only need it three times. Um, so you- it was said a thousand times, and then it became a plot device. Yes. Yeah. And I was like... You just three times in a plot device is fine, y'all. Yeah, 
Three times. Still a joke. So much. Yeah. So much. It was, and it was echoed a lot. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. What do you always say? Water has memory. Water has memory. And then yeah, in the boat, water has that. memory. Yeah. And then you want to be able to say, water has memory. It's like, we fucking get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Olaf, it, hey, Olaf, what's that thing you always say? <laughs> the technology will be. No, go ahead. Um, so I am not a. I am, I, am audio, I am an audio mixer. Hell yeah. But I am not at the level that these guys are. Shout so, out. But, but also, hold on, Josh. You like to knock yourself down a little bit. You're, you're pretty good, baby. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm not mixing Disney songs. These guys are at a level and I, I appreciate their work. I just have a, it's a general, it's kind of a general mix note for most duets or songs that have multiple voices. I'm not a fan of when one is mixed higher. Um, like I mentioned it in Lion King, they probably did it because the particular actor couldn't sing very Seth well. Rogan oh, yeah. sucks at singing. Uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, you so mean higher, it's like, like louder? Louder. Like uh, the, yes. the level is like you can hear that person more than, but it's a duet. So you both are singing at the same. It, that's a thing that I'm always kind of like. Which song was that? Well, they're making a decision saying that this this voice is more important. Yeah, it was either. But it's also when background mixes, background voices are like the first song. When the town comes up, oh, I couldn't yeah. understand what anybody was saying because they kind of had it down lower. Hmm. And I was kind of like, I can't understand what anybody is saying. Well, don't you get it? Don't you get understand the story that those people actually don't matter? Mm. And that the main characters are the ones that do matter? Mm. And that's 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 the way. And the auto engineer knew this. So no, <laughs> I mean it's just I have a the way that <laughs> I the way that I look at film mixing and song mixing and like promo mixing is dialogue is king. So that means boy vocals. Vocals, the old vocals are king, and so it's I, it's a creative Sounds thing. Like a new it's kids well, TV show, the, the vocals. vocals. <laughs> compare, it, compare it to Beauty and the Beast. Bonjour, right? Yeah, at the very beginning. So it's like those Good morning, Belle. Those were important. Those yeah. are important dialogue pieces that help build the world. <laughs> where yeah. this one failed to do so. It, it, it was just Sorry. more so I couldn't control the. I couldn't control. I couldn't understand the words. Where it's like I'm all about the town coming in and whatnot, and I'm like I just mm-hmm. don't understand what you're saying. Like that's fair. That it's it's little things and even like the power ballad. I love that song, mm. but it was like the Mixing. I know that he's singing with himself, but it's like it was just something that I was like I I don't grumble 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 grumble. Oh, he actually didn't like but it again, that much compared to everything else. Yeah, it's just that the, was the weakest the part of the roller coaster. It's just the mixing of it. Like yeah. and, and here's That's the thing, fair. I personally can say I don't know everything, and these guys probably know things that I don't. They don't know everything either, though. So, but they do. No. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. it. Is that yeah. it? I think so. That now we a go. Number of qualms. <laughs> yeah. Almost, yeah. As, almost as long as Justice League, but nothing of... will ever be. Yeah. Uh, so we now... t- we talk mostly about the the movies that we really care. I also about. I do want to give a shout that's out right. though because I think as many of the qualms I had with the writing, I think the acting was phenomenal. It was so good. And singing's great. And then oh yeah, that's, I'm sorry. And, that is un- inco- that is yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, anime, and animation's great. Animation. And, and for me, like again, like I that's why it was really fun with me with these qualms was this time like other than Olaf being a piece of shit. Uh, wow. Like, no. Uh, no. He just, was fine. You butt. Oh, I don't care about your character. So uh, <laughs> the film just had me questioning okay. a lot of things. It's okay, which we can enjoy Olaf. I yeah. think I think to me a good film should. Whether you find it enjoyable or not, if the film doesn't have you talking about it afterwards, then it's kind of garbage, no matter what. Oh. Because film should have you talk. It shouldn't be junk food that you're like, I thought it was good. I got all my day. Because you think it's important at all to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a staple. And I mean, the fact that, you know, this is going to be a economic milestone and all that stuff, it's important to see, like, how this affects other people's viewing habits. Yep. 
But uh, it just kind of reinforces the fact yeah. of sequels. It was so pretty. Uh, it was sorry. pretty. It yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> Um, I remembered so are a lot everything. of pieces of shit. So Ali and Josh get to start us off here with their ratings. Ali. Me. Do the thing. Uh, my rating is a very strong 4.4. All right. 4.4 from yeah. Ali. Let me write that 4. down. 4.4 for me. Frozen 1. I thought you were going to write that on your phone. No, don't Let me write that on my phone. One. Why not? With because we might do it. Yeah, we're going to do an episode on it okay. for sure. Don't tune in for that. <laughs> he just smiled so big. Tune okay. in for that episode. It was almost I'll... like you meant to do that. Like, well, why shouldn't we rate one? Why shouldn't we? Ollie, do, you uh, not under, right. do you not understand <laughs> longevity of a show? Uh, make as many topics as possible. Well, I've never gone backwards in a, in a franchise. What's your fault? Might. Josh, you're next. Four. Solid four. Solid on the four. spot? Just on the spot. All right. Uh, that means Caitlin is next. Four. Solid four. Point. Again. Oh, four point? Oh, shit. Four, four point four with Ollie. Hey, hi. So, Tom, you you're next. I'm next? How am I does have three votes against me? You have two. I have three. Oh, out of us. I was counting the patrons. No. Uh, two, you have me and the patrons voting for you to be the lowest. Got it. I am a solid 3.8. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, Corey. Corey. I really, He's gonna be the grown. really I enjoyed it. I just found some things really bad. Well, as we've said. That's fair. Like mm -hmm. again, I could still like, I can still give it a high ring because I still find a lot of good <sighs> things about it. But there's some things yeah. that laid on us. What is it? What is it? It's, it's not okay. much lower than Tom's. It's a three point seven. Yay! Okay, I'll take that. So I'm the ground. Yeah. Uh, so let's give a shout out to who got it right. We're gonna give a shout out to Kyle R from Patreon for guessing Corey is the Grump, as well as Eric H for guessing Corey is the Grump. Scores are right? scores are high enough for us to go Kate for us to cover <laughs> Frozen Three in six years. Yes. yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, as long as they don't see you in six years, I baby. Mean, in with, or with, next with Thursday. A lot of the right? junkets, they were saying like, oh, we don't want to do a Frozen 2 because we don't want to push a story. And it's like, are you sure? But we want that money. <laughs> they had a story to tell. It just wasn't executed. It just wasn't their story. We, we talked. Right. Anyway. <laughs> there it is. Thank you so much, everybody at home, for listening to our shenanigans. We dig it. We love uh, getting a... Uh, Getting our nerd on about Frozen 2 because in the end, we just get to talk about stuff. We love being Dude, in your ear. Because I'm yeah. on the show. Makes me feel like uh, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were, How did you find a way to slip that in? He can always do that. I, I thought you were saying that. Are you still surprised? <laughs> it makes me feel blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what did you think of Frozen 2? What did you think? Let us know. How much did you love Into the Unknown? Because yes. we all Into did. The Unknown. If I could write that song, that's a five. Wow. Yeah, that's a really good sing. song. I love the uh, Panic at the Disco version. It was, oh, oh my God. Brennan Yuri has it came the voice on, of a fucking oh. Spartan. He's yeah, insane. It was so good. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, do uh, reach out to you us on social media. Them. Let us know what your numbers were, Who, what your rating of the movie would be, who did you, you thought the would be right? the grump. Reach out. Um, but yeah, share us with your friends, your family. If you are new to us, uh, our website is nerdon.tv. It has all of the information, all the linky links to our social media, um, where we are listed. We're everywhere. Everywhere. But I'm watching you right all now. All the places. Spotify, iHeart, a lot. Stitcher. And we're on YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. All of our episodes go video version there. You can see Not our faces. YouTube. But your, your tube. tube. <laughs> oh my God. Not your tube either. I think we need to stop because he's going loopy. I think it's going to be. Anyway, we appreciate you. We love you. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, Nerd on! on.
Ending broadcast.